Welcome to Great Stories in American History with Rebecca Price Janney. Today's story is in honor of the 100th anniversary of the armistice that led to the end of World War I. When the Austrian Archduke Francis Ferdinand's assassination ignited World War I in the summer of 1914, it took most Americans by surprise. By the turn of the 19th century, many believed strongly that progress and reason, aided by technology, would triumph over the archaic problem-solving method of war. Indeed, the 20th century was to be the Christian century. Rather than becoming better, however, mankind had devised new ways to engage in barbaric cruelty, as evidenced by the Great War as it was initially called. Industrialization had changed battle techniques as whole nations mobilized their resources and hurled them at each other. Machine guns made old-style frontal attacks suicidal. Soldiers dug trenches for their protection against the modern weapons, but poison gas seeped its monstrous way into those furrows. World War I was not one of movement and attack, but a war of attrition. Men became the slave, not the master, of the weapons they had created. Poison gas, aerial warfare, tanks, submarines, machine guns, By 1915, Russia had buried 2.5 million soldiers and 20% of its civilians. 6,000 Europeans died for every day of the war, and material losses soared astronomically. After the communist takeover of Russia in 1917, the U.S. entered the conflict. As President Woodrow Wilson explained, the world must be safe for democracy. Nearly 3 million Americans served, 115,000 of them losing their lives. The following story came out of America's involvement in the Great War. Before Theodore Roosevelt turned 50, he had written almost 30 books, run a Dakota cattle ranch, conducted scientific expeditions on four continents, been a U.S. state congressman, undersecretary of the Navy, New York City Police Commissioner, United States Civil Service Commissioner, Governor of New York, William McKinley's Vice President, and President of the United States. He read at least five books a week, rode horses, hunted big game, boxed, wrestled, taught Sunday school in his Dutch Reformed Church, and won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1905. He is known for leading the charge up San Juan Hill in the Spanish-American War and his almost boundless physical energy. As president, T.R. became known for his toothy smile and his saying, speak softly and carry a big stick. He ruffled segregationists' feathers by entertaining Booker T. Washington in the White House and irritated overweight overweight generals by requiring them to take challenging horseback rides. By the time America entered World War I, Roosevelt had become a private citizen, but the nation still looked to him for advice and wisdom. The New York Bible Society appealed to the former president to write a message in the New Testaments it would give each American soldier heading for the European battlefields. Here is what he wrote. 
The teaching of the New Testament is foreshadowed in Micah's verse, What more doth the Lord require of thee than to do justice, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God? Do justice, and therefore fight valiantly against those that stand for the reign of Moloch and Beelzebub on this earth. Love mercy. Treat your enemies well. Succor the afflicted. Treat every woman as if she were your sister. Care for the little children, and be tender with the old and helpless. Walk humbly. You will do so if you study the life and teachings of the Savior, walking in His steps. And remember, the most perfect machinery of government will not keep us as a nation from destruction if there is not within us a soul. No abounding of material prosperity shall avail us if our spiritual senses atrophy. The foes of our own household will surely prevail against us unless there be in our people an inner life which gives its outward expression in a morality like unto that preached by the seers and prophets of God when the grandeur that was Greece and the glory that was Rome still lay in the future. Thank you for joining me for Great Stories in American History. I'm Rebecca Price Janney.